The Sunshine Patriot in a crisis shrinks from the service of their country. But winter is coming. Did you hear the call? Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your thoughts or convictions, you must be prepared for the hardships that come with the winter. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Join Odin and Fear and answer. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Dear. And today we're going to talk about two very different topics, and uh, I'm going to let you choose which one. We're either going to talk about the Gislaine results of the trial, and how fucked up everything is, and we're going to talk about COVID again. Well, it's never going away, so I don't know why you're worried about that. All right. So let's talk about the Maxwell case because it's kind of the smallest. I mean, I know it's an important case, but frankly, at this point, why would anybody be surprised about... Actually, you know what? I am kind of surprised. They did find I'm her surpri- guilty on, on five, five out of six, six charges. I was like, holy shit, they actually found her guilty. All right, here's my problem with that. If you look at maximum sentencing, right, if you look at the maximum sentencing, she's looking at 65 years. Now, that sounds like a long time considering the age of her and, you know, it's, it's less than murder, kind of. You know, murder is generally 25 to life. But look at what she did. Why is it that a woman who is part of the world's largest, most prolific pedophile ring is serving, has a maximum potential of serving 65 years because sentencing hasn't happened. Yet, an inexperienced man driving a truck in Colorado that through a series of faulty equipment and bad decisions and poor training kills four people and gets 110 years. For an accident. Yeah. Now, look, I get it. Now, let me let me address that for just a split second. I would get the 110 years if he purposefully, I don't know, like the Wakasha guy, Wakasha, whatever, however he says. Oh, no, he doesn't Gerald exist anymore. Brooks. They memory hole they oh, memory no, fuck him. him. I'm not memory holing him. That bastard that decided to run over, you know, the Christmas prince. He killed six He's people. Not, yeah, he's not going to see 110 years in jail. This dude was a as an accident, 110 years in jail. This Cuntacorn. Cuntacorn. Twat waffle. Potopotamus. Okay, there we go. You know what? This gutter dwelling bog snipe preyed on young innocent women. Not only did she prey on them, she led them to a worse abuser. She hunted for him. To abuse underage, innocent women. And she's looking at maybe 65. She's ruined countless more lives. And we're fucking surprised that she even got convicted. Now, I agree with you. And it it upsets me. But let's not forget, she's got another trial starting. She has another trial starting, I think it's the beginning of the year, before she goes into trial again for a different case. 2A Patriot Mama was talking about it on TikTok. She's got another case where it's a very specific person. And because my my question was, why after the trial did they reseal up the Epstein, the Epstein evidence and uh, information? They just sealed it up. Right, they released the deals of Epstein's sweetheart deal, right? What he was getting to testify. They released those details, but names, big high profile names, they disappeared. They got resealed up. I think that's horseshit. Now, the only way that this is possible is if the second case, the second trial that's coming up, is going to use that evidence against her right or 
they sit here and it's a giant cover up and everything, all of the conspiracy theorists were true that they're never going to let the big high profile names come out. Or <laughs> there is another that there is a larger case coming that we don't quite know about yet. Especially after the news that the FBI knew what Epstein and Maxwell were doing for 12 years. The evidence admitted. But you know, we know what they're going to do. They're going to they're gonna go out and they're going to arrest some low-hanging fruit. You know, they're done with the Clintons. So they're going to sit here. They're going to name Bill. Uh, they're going to name Prince Andrew, people that they already know, and some smaller, low-level people. On, on, on that, the uh, documents with uh, Prince Andrew are supposed to re- be released by January 3rd. Right. So they're going to go after low-hanging fruit. They're going to say here, the people that the the general public already kind of already know about, and then they'll seal up the rest and it will protect them. <laughs> You know, uh, uh, tear, don't do it. Nope, fuck it. I'm going to do it anyway. It's been a good night, and I'm feeling fresh and frisky. Fuck the FBI for the simple fact that they have all this information on all these January 6th protesters, peaceful protesters that were not armed, right? And if we're using the term peaceful, because that's what they used during the entire fucking summer of love. But they have gone out of their way. They've gone above and beyond to dig into these people's lives, but a real fucking criminal they sit on for 12 fucking years. Chaps my ass. And it has to do with children. It was child trafficking just, and yeah, human uh, sex uh, slavery. Yeah. And yet they're, they're willing to go after mom and pops. Are you surprised? Yeah, no, I'm not, not, not considering the authoritarian style that our government has taken and the fact that our rights and freedoms don't matter. No, I'm not. But it angers me, not because of the FBI, because of all these fucking people out here that are asleep and think it's okay, that don't care because it doesn't affect them. Yeah, well, I mean... People only have the capacity to pay attention to so much stuff. So if they throw all of this stuff at you. Yeah, but they all get fixated on shit that doesn't matter. You don't think that's not by design? Well, yeah, it is. But it's still, it's infuriating, Odin. I want to be honest with you. It's one of those things that pisses me off about American people and especially people who claim to be patriots. It pisses me off to no end. Where's the outrage? What outrage? People aren't going to get outraged over this. They're sitting here, and I mean, literally, they have this giant case that hardly gets any news coverage whatsoever. The results come out, everybody's like, see, we knew the system wasn't corrupt. They found her guilty. We can all go to bed now. And you mentioned Daryl Brooks being memory hold. I mean, seriously. They're not going to cover that case. The media doesn't fit their narrative, first of all. And second of all, it looks so bad on the current uh, system in the state that they're like, nope. Not touching that with a 10-foot pole. I'm like, yeah, well, I wouldn't fuck up with your dick either. But on the same note, if all these people that are just... I don't know, it just surprises me that, that people would be paying attention more to petty conflicts and ignore the reality that is going on around them. And they think it's okay. It is they think it's to be expected. It is easier to remain asleep than to wake up and realize how fucked up the world is. You know, that may be true, but that's a sad testament to how lazy Americans have become. What happened to the hippies that decided they wanted to stand in front of the National Guard and throw rocks because they didn't like Vietnam because they thought it was wrong? Huh? Well, instead, now instead now we have people that get up there and say they put human blood into sneakers and they're worshipped and then everybody else gets a free pass because they're going for Black Lives Matter. I mean, what the fuck? 
Huh? <laughs> it is a sad state when you realize that people's priorities are not the same as our priorities when it comes to freedom and liberty. What is it that... Uh, well, I'll bring it up later. I think the thing that's most disturbing is, and I feel bad, I really do, for people like Patriot Mama that have done so much for children to sit there and watch this case get ignored. Now, Patriot Mama has been very positive. She's been putting out updates. She's been showing, you know, she shared, she shared uh, as much as she could about the case and the judge and all of the stuff, and she did a very fair and balanced report. And if you do not follow her on TikTok, you need to do it. To a picture, Mama, she cares so much about, uh, so much about child trafficking. Find her now. Remember her face because TikTok hates her <laughs> and take her down a lot. So you may find you may you may be listening to this message somewhere in the next week and she could have a different account. So just just be advised that they don't like her and they take her down a lot, but she speaks a lot against child trafficking and for the children. Hey, you know, one of the things about her being so positive is she's she's a better person than I am. I will say that you know right off the bat. And I love her positivity on this. But I think somewhere deep down she also realizes that this is almost the best you could expect for it. Eh, she's the one who bring, she's the one who brings up the the hope in the other case that it's not just a potential sixty five years, that it's potential sixty five years plus whatever this one brings out. So unfortunately, I believe that this organization is a lot like you know, the mythical Hydra. That when you cut off one head. Two more shall arise. Two more shall arise. That the only way to do it is to chop off the head and kill it with fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The more we think about it, the more I'm okay with the idea of a asteroid just coming along and burning everything. I'll be okay with that I idea. found a new video clip that I want to use. Because I saw the one that you <laughs> were going to use. You still uh-huh. haven't published it, but I saw the one you want to use. I found another one. And I'm going to make one like that. It's going to be like, bad damn time. <laughs> Actually, I, I lost the clip, so I couldn't find it to make one. I'll send it to you. I'll send the new one that I have. Hey, by the way, everybody, uh, just in case you all were wondering, we are back on TikTok. It's winners.call.podcast. So uh, give us a follow. Give us a listen. Um, tell your friends. Yes. It's been, it's been an amazing. You know, It's been pretty fun coming back and seeing how many people are excited. To hear what we have to say. You. To hear what you have to say. <laughs> Stop. It's both of us. Please let it be both of us. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it's it's one of those things though, that you sit there and realize that so much rides on this case, so much more than... It, it's so much more than just Lynn Maxwell. It's so much more than than putting away a monster or putting down a monster, preferably. It really showed a lot of people, I think, that the media, the organization of our government, <laughs> is corrupt and evil to its core. Yeah. I think it showed a lot of people who are awake. I know we keep saying that we can't wake people up, that I keep trying to anyway, because I'm a hopeless optimist when it comes to that. Out of everything else in my jaded life, that's the one thing I'm optimistic you're about. Like, you're like a farmer. Uh <laughs> You're like a, no, serious. You're like a farmer who plants trees. You may not see the fruit of what you plant. But it's going to take root and grow. Eventually that person is going to wake up. Unfortunately, you're planting fucking pine cones and those require fire. To the most, yeah, to the most. yeah. <laughs> so I told somebody the other day we were talking when I uh, I was in a live with someone, and uh, they kept talking about how they were, you know, didn't think it was all that bad, didn't think it was all that bad, and I was like, God dang it, you all are gonna sleep all the way up until your pronouns are was and were. Like it's disheartening, but it's also you, you sit there and realize there's a lot of people that are starting to wake up and realize it's just I almost worry it's too slow. Yeah. So speaking of. Waking up, ladies and gentlemen, 
We're done with the Maxwell case until more info comes up. However, I was really hoping we'd be done with this shit. Unfortunately, <laughs> we will never be done. Let me take you all the way back. Way, way back in the way back machine to President Biden's speech before last. The one that he did, and it was his Christmas speech where he was going to announce... The where he announced that they were going to manufacture and have ready 500 million, half a billion at-home tests so that we can test everybody. And then the next speech after that, I know that was a long time ago, and then the speech right after that, right before he went on Christmas vacation, <laughs> this motherfucker says that there is no federal answer. Why does it feel, when I, okay, when I, watched that i was angry until i started just i I just started giggling i couldn't help it because i kept thinking about it's like why does this remind me of home alone parents just said fuck it you're on your own right (laughs) right before christmas was like this is great you know he's he's one of his biggest you know running points besides not being trump was the fact that trump didn't have any plan for you know Helping with COVID. I'm like, well, he had a plan. At least he was working on it. You literally just threw in the tower and said, fuck it. Yep. It is up to the states. So my question is, does that mean if there's no federal response that he'll sit here and pull back on these uh, mandates? Oh, sorry. Requirements that they're. Oh, no. Nope. No, they're not. But here's what I wanted to point out. He made 500 million or he wants to get funding for or he wants to buy 500 million PCR tests. Three days ago, the FDA and CDC came out and said that they are pulling the emergency use authorization for, and they did it in July, but they said it wouldn't happen till December 31st, which is freaking tomorrow. But they sit here and they're like, okay, um, they don't work. Like, they don't work at all. And uh, like they say positive for 12 weeks. Oh, no, that's a different one. But yes. <laughs> so so the PCR test can't distinguish between the cold, the flu, pneumonia or COVID. So with that I being wonder... said, we're not going to we're going to we're not going to let people use them now. Uh, they, the CDC has known that the test didn't work at least as early as July of 2021. In reality, they always knew. And uh, they changed the CDC RT-PCR test for the SARS-CoV-2 testing. Which is interesting and brings me to my newest article, right? The CDC guidelines don't require testing at the end of isolation because PCR tests can stay positive for up to 12 weeks. But this new test, if you thought, if you thought that this was going to come to an end, if everyone got vaccinated, if 100% of the people got vaccinated, that this would go away and this wouldn't be pandemic, you are solely mistaken. Biden just authorized, hold on, let me get the exact dollar amount because it's important like i just wish i could have one percent a hundred and thirty seven million dollar covid deal to sit here at to a quarantine facility to extend past 2024 This does not end until you tell them it does not end. He made a deal, a deal with a pharmaceutical company and a quarantine company to go until 2024. Australia has facilities that will not be completed until 2024. Let that sink in. These people are literally planning for this pandemic to go at least until 2024. So when I made that video about uh, the irony of Songbird, that movie that Michael Bay made that said, you know, we're entering our 837th week of quarantine, I may need to re-resurrect that video and put it on the page. But <laughs> Hey, I want to point something out. What? 
Well, since everybody wants to act like children, let's let's start out with fairy tales. Do you remember the fairy tale of the Golden Goose? Uh, yes. That's everybody knows this, right? Yeah. Well, well, it's actually true. It's not the Golden Goose; it's the COVID Goose. Fair, fair, fair. They can literally use it to do anything because you morons let them. And because you didn't stand, and because everyone wants to comply and go along to get along. It will never go away because it is literally the health version of the Patriot Act. Yeah, it is. When they sit here and they say that they can arrest you, that they can sit here and put you in camps until that they can put you in quarantine until you comply, that they can put you in quarantine and They've already started to sound the alarms about locking down the country again. Maybe you didn't hear. Well, no, I I did. I did. I did. What I find funny about that whole bullshit is that Fauci goes, you know, if you lock it down, it'll be bad for America's mental health. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. You heard that after Christmas, we had the largest spike in history of COVID. Mm-hmm. 492,000. You made a TikTok video about this very thing. They're going to let you have your Christmas. They're going to let you have your New Year's so that they can come back and lock that shit down again hard. Okay, look, we, you, we've compared it to, to battered wife syndrome before, and I want to take it another step further. When you get into the psychology of a, of a wife beater, there are a lot of times where they will be the best people. They will be polite. They'll be nice. They'll be kind. They'll be gentle. They'll lull you into a sense of false security. So while they're under scrutiny, right? Right. And then when that scrutiny goes away, it goes back exponentially worse. And that's exactly what we've done. They have allowed you to have a respite. And notice that, you know, literally the day after Christmas, that number skyrockets. Yeah. They're coming for you. And you know something else interesting is they admit that it's not just the unvaccinated. Vaccinated people are getting it too. Oh, wait, hold on. I've got an article. The Institute, the Robert Koch Institute released this the status today of the German cases of Omicron. Of all of the cases, all of the cases, 95.58% of all the cases in Germany are fully vaccinated. 28% of those had the boosters. The entire population of Germany is 71.1% vaccinated. All of the Omicron cases, except for 4.42, are vaccinated. 4.42 4.42 are the unvaccinated. So explain to me why Omicron causes so much panic. Because all these morons are... Va- Be nice, chum. Morons. Nice. So, Israel becomes the first nation to mandate the fourth shot. But the Netherlands plans to inject people with up to six doses of COVID vaccine Every year. (laughs) Does it remind you of being in the military, getting a shot every year or something? But here's what I find funny. I think they want these numbers to be up so much so that they have a reason to lock it down. You want to know why I think that? Because they know the UK Prime Minister, Boris Johnson says people should go out and celebrate New Year's Eve despite a record number of cases. Do you want to know why? Oh, I know why. They want to lock okay. everybody down. Okay, yeah, but let, let me let me uh let let's go a little further down the rabbit hole there, Odin. Uh, fine. All right, here we go. So you know that the vast majority of your constituency, your population we're dumb enough to take this vaccine, even knowing that that vaccine doesn't protect you from the illness, right? 
right? So you want to pump the numbers up because you know when you lock it down, the majority of your population is going to be good little sheep and be quiet and locked down. It'll isolate them from the people like us who will stand up and fight. It's it's perfect control, crowd control. Yep. It is. That's what they want. And the fact of the matter is, you and I both know that Omicron is no more than just an explanation of the symptoms of from the, the side effect. Uh, well, from the cold and the side effects of of the vaccine. I mean, think about it. They yeah. already had to put warning labels. We we mentioned this once before. They already had to put fucking warning labels on two of the shots because it causes myocarditis. Right. So, and they want to sow confusion. I'll give you an example. Two days ago, the CDC uh, said that the change for cutting the isolation period in half was motivated by science, right? Okay. I'll, I'll get to that because they changed the definition literally two days later. Fauci says that the isolation period was cut in half to keep society running. That is not motivated by science. That is motivated by wanting to keep the economy running. But here, let, let, let me read you their statement, all right? Their statement goes like this, and I'm going to I'm going to only I'm going to bring up the short one. So, as of December 27, 2021, CDC updates and shortens recommended isolation and quarantine period for general population if asymptomatic, asymptomatic, followed by 5 days of wearing a mask when others are around. December 29th. They changed it. Same thing, but it says Five days if they're asymptomatic or their symptoms are resolving. So now it's not just if you don't have any symptoms, you can go back after. Now it's e even if you're still a little sniffly, you can go back to work. Yet, if you're not vaccinated, you can't fucking work. Do you all not see it? I don't know how much more clear it can be. I mean, I know I'm just some dumb redneck from Kentucky. And I know that there are people out there that, that think that, you know, you're not scientists, you don't know what you're talking about. But it doesn't take a fucking rocket scientist to put two and two together and realize the answer is four. If it quacks like a duck, if it walks like a duck, it's probably a fucking duck. And each time we keep trying to show you, they admit it in front of you that it has nothing to do with this virus. It's all about control. And yet everybody keeps eating it up. Yep. And if you don't think they want you to suffer, just realize that in the middle of a an emergency energy crisis globally, globally, Germany, who supplies massive amounts of nuclear power to the European Union, has decided that they're going to shut down three of their nuclear power plants. They want you to suffer. They want you to suffer. They're, the the shelves in your grocery store are starting to look a little bare. The cost for your electricity is starting to go up. Jeez. All of these things, they want you to suffer. For those of you who sit here and collect Medicare, Social Security, not Medicare, Social Security, or a pension, that gets a cost of living increase, I want you to realize something. Yes, you may have gotten a 5.9% increase. 14.9. No, 5.9 is what I got from the VA. From the VA, Social Security was 14.9 this year. What? The last thing I got in the it mail. Wouldn't, it wouldn't matter, though, because if you're on Medicare, then it was completely eaten up by Medicare's cost increase by over $30. Yeah, so the cost of living goes up for the VA, went up 5.9%. That was the increase in pay, the cost of living adjustment. Now realize that that same 5.9% is less than half, a little less than half of what the inflation <laughs> yep. is. So you still lost money, even though it gets more, but people don't look at it like that. People sit here and look at it like, ooh, look, my paycheck went up X number of dollars. Realize it, not realizing that the, those dollars don't go nearly as far. 
When you're paying $6 for a gallon of milk, or you're paying, you know, $20 for a pound of bacon, they have already announced that price, prices will increase again, 20% in January. Again, that money that you're getting, fake. Be prepared. Pay attention. You can only squeeze a penny so hard before you start to lose. Yeah. So, we've reached the negative side of our podcast today. Let's go ahead and keep it on the negative. Except this time I'm not going to be talking about sheep. I'm not going to be talking about the government. Now I want to say something. I was I was very much disappointed today. Why were you disappointed? I was not just disappointed, I was angry. So I'm on TikTok, as it were, trying to generate views, trying to trying to interact with people, talk to people, get some ideas. And I come across the video. There's an individual, her name is Barty, who has COVID, right? She's been feeling sick and she's been, you know, doing videos about it. And she's, you know, got a little worried because the symptoms got bad and she took a COVID test, right? Because she wanted to know. She's not getting the vaccine. She's not doing any of the other stuff. She just wanted to know if it was. And I watched as people that are supposedly on our side call her a traitor, belittle her and everything else. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, did you all fucking forget that the whole point of us fighting is not to prevent you from taking the vaccine. The whole point of us fighting is not to prevent you from getting tested. The whole point is because we want you to have the fucking choice. Yeah. What's that line you told me what it means to be a patriot? Oh, the... A patriot means that you are concerned with with preserving the rights of the smallest minority, that of the individual. Hmm. It eats me alive more than it does on the left or even from government because you expect more from people on our side. You expect people to do their research and to remember what we're fighting for. But instead, I've always said it, the sheep on our side terrify me more than the sheep on the left ever will. Yeah. That, it bothers me. Look, I, we have been vocal that if you get the vaccine and it's your choice, we're okay with that, right? Like, we understand why people made that choice. You were lied to, you wanted to go, you know, you wanted your freedom to go do something, you needed to do it to protect your family, to keep your job, stuff like that. We get it, right? We understand. It's not a choice we're going to make. But we understand that it is a choice. And it should always remain a choice. That being said, yes. Does that mean, depending on the situation, whether or not we think less of you? Maybe. <laughs> but it, at the end of the day, whether or not you take it or not is your choice. And that's what matters most to us. You don't have to agree with me. You don't have to follow what I say. You don't have to follow what Odin says. But at the end of the day, you have that choice. And I'll die for people to have the right to that choice. I don't care. Left, right, center, anarchist, I don't care. This nation was built on your right to a choice. Fair. And yet, we have people... I don't know why I'm fucking surprised anymore. I mean, I'm not. But it it is disheartening when you sit here and you get people who are like, uh, I'm going to gatekeep conservatism. I'm going to gatekeep the term patriot. Why are we fucking surprised that they would gatekeep people about vaccination status? They just, they're no better than the left in the fact that they want to sit here and be superior to somebody else. 
Wait, okay, look, 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 look. The only difference between them and the left is absolutely nothing for the simple fact that it's okay. You can believe what you want as long as you agree with me. Yeah, fair. I'll give you that. It's fucking disgraceful. You know me, I'm hard line when it comes to a lot of things that I believe in. You and I butted heads for weeks when we were when we first met on TikTok on certain topics. Not that we got mad at each other or hated each other, but we just disagreed. I'm hard line. When I get a point in my mind, I'm sticking to it unless you can prove to me otherwise. But at the end of the fucking day, I am I don't understand why they've become so militantly cutarded. Well, they forgot what we fight for. Instead, they just remember what they're fighting, and that's all that matters. You better agree with me, and you better do what I what I think is right, or you're not a patriot. You know what? I'll I'll say it, and I, I I've been telling people you shouldn't, but guess what? None of you are patriots. None of you. None of you are conservatives. None of you hold that value. If this is your if this is your line that everybody has to follow what you say, then you do not understand. And you might as well go stand with the liberals and let the adults clean up the mess you all are making. I was waiting for that one. But no, I agree with you. But if it makes you feel better, if you're a listener of this podcast and that last statement just bothers you that you still want to be you know, used to want to be this uber, uber mints, uh patriot or super, super uh, ultra conservative. If you really need me to say it here, I will say it for you. Yes, you are a better patriot and conservative than me. For all of the purpose. Do you remember when we used to laugh at the left? When they would call us racist because <laughs> you see they have used it so often that words no longer have meaning. Congratulations. You are a better patriot and you are a better conservative than I am. I can drop those terms in a heartbeat because they don't fucking define who I am. I have a fucking mission. Tear I know what you are. has a fucking mission. And that is what we focus on. You can put any fucking name on it that you want. The purpose is the mission. Do you want to feel superior? Fine. Feel superior to me. But when you need my help, when you need my advice, I will not remember this. I will still help you. I will still give you advice. He's better than I am because my idea would be to tell you to fuck off. It is better. Because we've been sitting here fighting while you all up there bicker. By the way, Pops, I, I, I'm going to tell you something, Odin. I all know right. what you are. What? You're not a patriot. Okay. You're not a conservative. Okay. You're not a Republican. No. <laughs> you know what you are? I am me. You are a winter soldier that abides by one set of laws in this nation. Yeah. The Constitution. Yep. Constitution above all else. No other laws hold the same power. And for those of you who think that the Nuremberg Code is going to save you, it's not. You need to find your basis for your argument. Not in Supreme Court decision. You can't find it in international law. If you believe that this is going to come to the courts, you need to make the courts understand that it comes from the Constitution. The Supreme Law of the land. If you can find that, your cause is just, and eventually you will find justice. But if you're going to argue morality in the court system based off of what other courts have said, I suggest you do some research into black, Justice Black. Because you would be surprised where those court decisions come from. You would have a better chance convincing me that sugar goes in grits. <laughs> oh, geez. We're at that one again. So, well, it's better than that. Okay, wait. You know, funnily enough, do you remember Fat Fit Amy when we had the whole food war back and forth? Yeah. She goes, you know, anybody trying to convince you against your will is like, yeah, no, no. She goes, 
pickles go on pizza. It's like, no, they fucking don't. <laughs> but I mean, it's like, I, I, I love it. Cause I see all these people talking about the Nuremberg codes and all these international laws. I'm like, and they don't mean jack shit in the United States. The UN doesn't mean jack shit here. The NATO does not mean jack shit here. Ultimately you are correct, but we need people to take a stand and to fight based off of the constitution. I'll give you a perfect example. If I don't care where you sit on Roe v. Wade, right? According to the Constitution, a person has a right to body autonomy. It also says that powers, now remember this one, powers not specifically given to the federal government belong in the fucking state. That power goes to the states. That is in the Constitution. Roe v. Wade should have been a non-sequitur from the beginning. And yet it still passed because people have forgotten that the Constitution is the supreme law of the land. And unless it is changed or amended, it remains the main law of the land. All gun laws are unconstitutional. I have an absolute right to free speech and to say my opinion. The format doesn't change. The technology doesn't change. Those rights are absolute. People need to remember that. They won't, though. I know. It bothers me because I see people sit here and quote, look, this says that they can't do these mandates based off of United States Code from 1877. Problem with that is that then they sit here and they go to Jacobson versus the state of Massachusetts in 1901, which is also hasn't been overturned. The United States versus, uh, is it Hashimoto from the internment camp? That one is still in effect during a time of national emergency or war time footing. The United States government has the authority to sit here and intern people, to separate them and to relocate them. The Patriot Act gives them the right to do it on an indefinite basis. Let that sink in. You need to focus on what is in the Constitution and how it is allowed in the Constitution. Because if it's not, you need to fucking fight back, people. You need to be ready for a battle. And if you don't think we're already at war, the other side understands that we are. Yeah, they have been. This entire time. Yeah. This entire time, and we, we're culpable to a degree because we stayed asleep or we stayed quiet. We didn't want to rock the boat. Things, you know, surely things would get better. What are you talking about? Uh, I, I write emails and make phone calls. Uh, I'm, I, I'm talking about you know most people. I mean, for a period of time there, you know, we. I'm younger than you, so I, I guess in some regards I have a, a better excuse for lack of experience. But when I realized during Obama's administration, and I realized that things were never going to change, things were never going to get better. Was I excited when Trump became president? Yes, because I thought we were going to go right back on the way. But after four years of Trump. And then this with Biden, I've realized that it is ex exponentially growing worse because we have allowed it because we reached we allowed it to reach a point where the chemical reaction starts itself. And there's nothing you can do to stop it. Yeah, it is a constant. It is it is it is a constant battle to remain vigilant and to be the watchman. We talk about every day you need to put on the red glasses and stay awake and see the world for <laughs> what it really is. We talk about when Benjamin Franklin was asked what type of government we were given. The republic, if you can keep it. What do you think if you can keep it means? It doesn't mean that what we set in place in this paper is going to stay static forever. It doesn't mean that... Once we've established it, it's just going to take care of itself. You need to sit here and be the watchman. You need to be able to sit here and stand. And sometimes 
just sometimes you need to sit here and water the tree of liberty. No society on earth has stayed as stable as the United States without some sort of frequent conflict. In the United States, the people were given pleasure and entertainment and an easy life, so they didn't stand. And when they didn't stand, when they decided that they were going to accept the world as, as, as they saw it as truth, and that everything was hunky-dory and red, white, and blue flags everywhere and so star-spangled fucking awesome, there were those who understood what was coming. That there was a greater plan and that they were preparing. And you were not. Reminded of somebody's uh, Jocko Willenick, who sits here and once told a story. He said, you need to understand that there are people who are training today to kill you. And it is your choice if you're going to sit on your couch and type out TikToks and Twitter responses and all of these things to say how much the world sucks. Or you can get off the fucking couch and train. And so it is with your freedom. That you need to remain vigilant and train. Learn your constitution. Learn your moral values. Learn the positions, since we're entering into 22, the positions of the people who are getting ready for a primary. All rhinos, all, 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 mainstream establishment candidates need to be removed. Need to be removed. Failure to learn about your enemy means that you will fail. Understand this and be prepared to act. <laughs> hey, so I get to butcher a, another statement or another quote, but if you know yourself and you know your enemy, you need not fear the outcome of a thousand battles. If you know yourself but not your enemy, for every victory you gain, you will also suffer a defeat. But if you know neither yourself nor your enemy, you will never see victory. Sun Tzu, the art of war. It, it, it's sad because we see so many people that are focused on one side. And because of that, they are less than half as effective as they could be. Fair. What's sad is that there are people who pretend to be patriots, knowing full well that they despise the system with which they're running. Yep. But they don't care. They're doing it for clout. They're doing it for influence. People need that dopamine hit that social media gives them. Well, actually, I think it's in some places it's worse than that. Uh, not, to, not to drag up old wounds, but I believe that some people have to have the drama. They have to be on that negative energy because they don't understand what positive energy is. All right. They're so, addicted to it. So I, I don't know if you understand. I mean, you know my past. People in the audience may not. Do you know what an energy vampire is? Yeah. These are people that literally feed on the negative energy from a person. They need it to survive. There are people like that. On social media. They're your professional trolls. They're your drama starters. They are spiritual vampires. That want to suck. Your happiness and your joy. Out of your life. Because they feed on the negative energy. To be the center of attention. Some have a hero complex. Where they think that they're going to save you. <laughs> but more often. They're just uh, addicted. Others are just simping after something. They'll never have. What's interesting is there's actually a term for that. Uh, it's a dark empath. Uh, Where they use their they use the emotional connection that they have to further their own agenda and their own needs, and use it to uh, to to fuck with other people and continue and perpetuate the cycle. Yeah. So, find those people, find them, and remove them from your life, and don't feel bad. That you're removing them from your life. Hmm. Wait, Do wait. not. Didn't you tell me that it was okay to burn a bridge because we can fucking swim? Yes. 
Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Don't be afraid to burn a bridge. You're a fucking survivor. You know how to fucking swim. Burn that motherfucker, and I got matches. Let's go. Yeah, that 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 helped me a lot when I was in a I was down. Uh, it's one of those things. Like eventually, you've got to realize you've got to cut these people out. And you know what? Let me take it to a prepping thing. People like this are not just dangerous because they emotionally drain you. They're dangerous because they will drain you of your resources, drain you of your time, and they'll also be the first people to stab you in the back to get what they want. So if you find these people now, so you can avoid them later. Yeah. This is true. So, I guess we did kind of give some positive advice. Oh, and let, let me finish with this one. Even if they're family. Understand that. Sometimes we're born into families with shitty human beings. Do not fall under the spell I did for a long time. That just because they're family, they can do no wrong. Sometimes family members can be toxic too. And you need to understand that if they're a spiritual vampire or a dark empath or whatever you want to call it. That you need to understand it is okay to cut them from your life. It is, Im it is important that you realize that you're, you only have so much motivation and willpower in a day. And they will fucking want to take it from you. Find your peace. Cut those people out of your life and don't. Don't take any shit and don't sit here and let any ma anybody make you feel bad because you take care of your fucking self. What's that statement I like to use? Don't let anybody should on you. I love that too. I, I actually got to use that today, so that was pretty good. <laughs> oh, awesome. So, all right, with that, I'm Odin. This is Tear. And thank you for joining us on this Second to the last episode before the end of the year of 2021. And then we go into 2022.0. I mean, 2022. Don't say that. <laughs> Fuck, don't say that. It's my birthday. Don't fucking say it. <laughs> All right. Take care. We'll see you on another episode of Winter's Call. D the Matrix is a system, Neil. That system is our enemy. But when you're inside... You look around, what do you see? Businessmen, teachers, lawyers, carpenters, the very minds of the people we are trying to save. But until we do, these people are still a part of that system, and that makes them our enemy. You have to understand, most of these people are not ready to be unplugged. And many of them are so inert, so hopelessly dependent on the system, that they will fight to protect it. Were you listening to me? The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.